imagine you're chasing something your entire life that you think is outside of yourself and you wake up one day and realize you simply had it within. It wasn't in money, marriage, accomplishments, or having babies. The fulfillment is reserved for those that are dangerous enough to find home within themselves. That is my goal here for you. I want you to redefine what rich looks like for you. I'm Jessica Hurley. Welcome to Rich in Real Life. I don't know about you, but I find myself the happiest when I'm able to lead with love. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I know my journey on this earth is to literally lead with love. And there has been times and whole last seasons, to be clear, that I do not. And this entire year was a year of dealing with the bitterness and resentment and like overall hopelessness for humankind that was I was harboring inside of me because I was silent. And we're going to get into the causes of that in a minute. But this is why you have to talk to someone. This is why you cannot be silent. This is why friends, therapy, networks, communities are so important because when you let one or a few situations fester that cause you any form of resentment, that allow you to be bitter. One of the things I realized is like, when you don't deal with that bitterness, it like throws a party. Like it's like you have like one person or a few people or a few situations where you have experienced unworthiness or powerlessness or betrayal or uncertainty And this bitterness like meets other situations and it just throws a party. And now they're all partying inside of you until one of them's willing to scream. It's almost like all the wrongdoing in your soul is picketing for justice and wants to be visible and wants to be seen. I'm I'm stretching that out. Let me make this very clear on what I mean by that. That is why... We get into overwhelm and chaos and sadness so quickly because we don't realize there's one thing that we're not willing to deal with. So often because of one feeling that we feel about someone, an experience, a wrongdoing, an injustice, we are now short-tempered in other things. We are now short-tempered with other people. We are now numb to other situations. We blow up or become aggressive at things that don't have anything to do with the the thing, the, the core of that emotion that originally caused it. Like this is the equivalent of you being upset with your partner and not voicing it and letting them walk out of the door. And then you're like, I'm fine. I'm gonna be fine. I got this, I gotta grind today. And then an email comes in and you snap. And you don't know why you snapped because two hours later, when your logical brain steps in, you're like, that didn't make any sense. I don't know why I'm tripping. You say yes to everything and all of a sudden you will find yourself doing a service or something that brings in what you think to be a ton of money when you realize you are burning out your staff, burning out yourself, crying on the floor and spending all the money you have because something that you thought brought you a a lot of money also costs you a ton of money to manage, run, team members, all the things. There are a ton of businesses out there talking about their their revenue, but they're not talking to you about their net 
Let me be clear. Again, this is coming from firsthand experience, someone who has experienced immense burnout and said yes to everything and found myself having to reinvent and recreate and re-evolve my business multiple times because I created a mess. No will save you your sanity. One of the things that shook me to my core was when a client said to me, I see you're burned out. I hope this doesn't hurt your feelings, but I want, I want to help you get clear on something. You're burned out by something you created. And I was like, she's like, you had a magic wand and you went like this and you said, I'm going to create this thing that I want. And now it's got you crying on the floor and you hate it. So just to be clear, you created something you hate. Again, we started in the beginning, like a lot of people are traumatized by female friendship. There is a side, but, and I want to get into this, of like friendships transpiring, expiring, not working out anymore, needing to have the hard conversation or the hard acceptance of like, this person may not be my person anymore. But I personally believe that it's truly never that. Cause I, I, I used to cringe at the, like, cut them off, yeah. like a cringe or, oh, she's just a hater now. Cause I'm successful. No, no. I'm like, people just have a hard time supporting what they don't understand. Yeah. The audacity to think that someone should be as excited about you as your goals is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, so stop putting that expectation on your friends. But I really think it's just that like, we're either mad and I know you're going to, I want you to get into this, but I'm like, I think we're mad that they can't support us the way that we want. We are mad that they're projecting in some type of way. Totally. We're mad that um, they're not celebrating us. We're mad. You know, there's just all these things. And it's like, it just really needs to be visual. You need to be able to see it, accept it, and then decide if it's something that you can forgive them for, or it's something that is unforgivable and you cannot move forward with it. And then you need to make that choice. But you did an article that was featured in Oprah. Congratulations. Thank you. About the five signs you know you need to break up with a friend. And yeah. so now we've gone on this whole episode talking about how friendship is just like partnership and it's just like business. So now there's a friend breakup. When is it? Because I think this is so important to have this conversation because I feel like so many people are too aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. I hear people like, oh, I had to set a boundary and I cut her off. And I'm oh, like, yo, that was not that serious. Like she was probably going through something. And did you even talk to her about that? Yeah. And then there is times where I know for sure people have said to me, like, or I've said to other people, you need to have a conversation with her because this is a little too much. Like it might be time to part ways. Um, so what are the signs to be like, it might be time to cut this thing off? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so hard because I want to start by saying, I hate being here. I hate like having to have this conversation because I'm all, my whole platform is like, here's how we reconcile. Here's what to say. Here's how you forgive. Yeah. But the reality is you cannot bring every friend with you throughout your life. Like there's not enough space. It just, it's not, it doesn't make sense. Right. Sometimes it's just something you cannot make work and you can't wish it into reality. Mm -hmm. A couple signs to me that you might want to evaluate. <laughs> I'm always hard to like, cut her off. Here's some signs. <laughs> Maybe need to reevaluate according to a couple things. The first is if you ever feel like you are going to be punished for speaking your truth or acting in your authenticity. And I don't mean punished like, you know, our parents spanked us or hit us forever, but meaning like if you do or say this, she's going to attack you verbally she is going to punish you with a silent treatment. If you feel like I have to be careful or I'm going to get in trouble, that would be a problem. Yes. If you uh, can't trust a person, 
Now, I do think you need to do the work to figure out, okay, how much of this is just my complex of trusting and how much of it is this person has done some things that are inconsistent. And I don't, I don't know that I feel totally like safe here. I'm always doing the mental and psychological labor of wondering, is that true? Was that for real? Is that for real? There's no time for that. Tr that's, that's basic. If you cannot trust them, you can keep up the friendship in some way. Maybe she's like your go-to-cocktails girl and you are able to personally compartmentalize. Right. If, if you can't do that because that feels fake to you, you need to create some kind of separation mm -hmm. because you can't be having wins and you can't be trusting them with certain things if you're always questioning like, is, does she really have my back? Mm. Is she saying positive things about me? Like when I leave and the girls get to talking, like, is she saying positive if you have to question, I think that's I think that's huge. Um, if you have certain needs, and you can really differentiate and be honest with yourself, difference between wants and needs, needs from her, like, girl, you know, I, I need this from you, or like, hey, this is, you know, a boundary, like, I just don't feel good about certain things, and they keep pushing and pushing and pushing against them, or dismissing them, like, girl, you're really about to be sensitive over that, like, all of that, and you're like, no, for real, I, I need these things, and these are kind of like boundaries I need to feel good. And they keep pushing. They love you, but they just don't really respect it. You would need to reconsider that friendship. Because if I give you information and I say like, actually, I thought about it. I think I really need this like in a friendship and I don't feel comfortable with these things. And that person's minimizing, dismissing and being like, girl. And they keep pushing. They keep pushing. Even though I've said no seriously, though, like I don't like that. That goes to emotional safety. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That I can't, you You're know, trust that. It totally. Totally. So there are different things I think that call into question. Can I be my total self here? Can I challenge or speak my truth without fear I'll be punished um, and trust that I'm like in a good space and this person has my back? I think those are like just like the foundations, but I don't think anybody should kind of go toward those actions unless you've given that person a chance to self-correct because you'd be surprised. And I'll, I'll say this too, because I actually got a comment from somebody on TikTok that's like, wow, you give all this advice about friendship and say all these things. Do you have friends? I was just, a you never talk about your friends. And I just was like, first of all, mind your business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, doing this work is very vulnerable for me because I'm very big on like, I just want to stay professional. Yes. And you know, it's not about me. It's like about the you, work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's about you. Like I want you to achieve. Like it's not about me. Um, but I've gotten really comfortable lately, like over the past year of sharing my personal life because I'm understanding that some women can't receive it until they know that like I'm it. on the journey with you. Right. So I'm not like, it's, here's what I learned. Here's how to do it. Right. It's like, man, and, and I struggled with that yesterday. And which, I still continue and to struggle still continue with it. To. So I'm practicing <laughs> these things. Oh, totally. As a matter of fact, you know, I'm, I'm like two weeks away from finalizing my manuscript and this whole thing. And I rewrote chunks of the book because I looked back and I was like, what am I doing? Like I am trying to compensate. I'm trying to just be like, bah, 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 bah. but women need to know, like there was no heart in the book and had to like rewrite it. I didn't want to put my own personal business. I was like, Dinner. I say all that because when it comes to friendship breakups, recently, you know, it's been so long since I've had friendship drama. Cause like I get it all right. You know, <laughs> but recently I do, I, I do this. Yeah. You know, so, uh, no. So I had an issue of my own, like a couple of weeks ago, had a friend where I just kind of kept thinking like, I don't know. Yeah. And sometimes it is elusive. You can't put words to it, but you're just like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh. And she, yeah, it just, I don't feel like we're in sync. 
And I don't think I was doing it intentionally, but then I started to distance myself because since emotionally I was starting to feel like distance, it reflected physically. I was calling less, texting less. She reached out, I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll circle back sometime when I get back. And so at one point she was like, what's going on? Because I don't know, you like you're, you're acting different, like what's happening? And I'll be honest, this is where you say like, you're such a hypocrite. But I was like, oh no, nothing, like we're good. <laughs> Cause it's so easy to gaslight in friendship. And that's a yes. whole other conversation about how we like, we aggress with one another. But instead of being honest, actually, yeah, something is wrong because I'm scared that this is going to go left because I don't want you to blow up at me. So instead of just being like, no, no, we're good. I just, you know. And I also don't have time to deal with this. I don't I've have time to unpack this. Like, yeah. I'm just going to say we're good and you just believe it. Okay. <laughs> like, don't make me have to like really go there. And she was like, okay, I feel like that's not true because of this, this, this. And so um, I was like, ah, I just feel like I don't know if I have the capacity to blah, 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 blah. And then I realized I'm using therapy speak, which I'm noticing, uh, I'm noticing a lot of us starting to do more in our relationships. Yes. I just don't have the capacity or the bandwidth to maintain this relationship anymore. And I hope you can respect that. Like it's cold. And for somebody you've loved for so long, why are we going formal on people who We're like they with. know us? It feels insulting to them. It feels disrespectful. But we do it to protect ourselves. So we use that language because it feels like I'm controlling this and here's my script instead of like, honestly, I, I don't know how I feel. I, I've been feeling kind of confused about our friendship. I feel some kind of way, but I'm not really sure how to say it. And I don't want to offend you. I don't want things to be weird. That is heartfelt. There's no defenses or mechanisms. So we got on the phone and for like 90 minutes, talked through it. And I had this moment where I was like, do I tell her, do I tell her all the things? Do I go down the list? Well, this time and last yes. month. Like, and so uh, I shared it with a couple of friends and they were like, you need to like, just tell her. I'm like, why would I tell a person? Like, I feel like this was shady. And I feel like, the, like, is that even going to make a difference? But I was like, you know what? If we're going to be on a call, like, let's put it all out there. Ready for it to end. And I'm like, well, this thing at the party and this thing. And I just don't know how I feel about this thing. And she surprised me by saying like, okay, you're right. I guess I never looked at it like that. You're absolutely right. That was not okay. I'm sorry. And it blew my mind. But here I am not practicing what I preach of like, oh, I know the story. I know why she did that thing. I don't need to talk to her about it. Like I know her well. She did that because of this. She clearly did that because of this. And my own assumptions, ironically, because we're so close, I don't have to ask you about what you meant. I know. Like I know you. But it turned out half of those things were wrong. Half of them were right. But she was willing to say, you're right. That wasn't okay. And also here's some things about you that I don't, I'm not cool with. And I had to sit, which is so uncomfortable and be like, okay. Yeah. And it was hard. And, and I'll be honest right now, we're in that stage where it's like, it's kind of awkward. Do we rebuild? Yeah. Which I, I need us to make more space for that, that period where you're like, this is awkward. We both know that conversation happened. It doesn't feel like it did before. Currently, right now, today, having this conversation, I'm willing to give it time. I'm willing to see what would happen if we just stay in relationship and we talk to the degree that it feels appropriate and we stay in connection. Can it be a boomerang friendship? I don't know. But, you know, as far as like taking my own advice, it becomes hard to do it in real life because you have so much of your stuff 
to work out. So I know it up here and I like to be like, oh my God, here's what the research says. And oh my God, I coached a client through, like I like to talk from up here. It's hard to share from right here because it exposes my stuff, my issues with vulnerability, pride, all those things become exposed if I tell you about my friendships. So I'd rather just stay up here. And so um, having these conversations about breakups and making friends and things like that, um, it requires us to get smart about it. What do the studies say? What do the research say? Okay, I'm in good company. But, but you have to come from here. You have to come from here um, and, and deal with your stuff if you really want to have really good friendships. I want other people to see my journey and be inspired by it so they can come with me. I don't want everyone to think that I'm thinking I'm the only person that can do this. I want to drag everyone with me. And she said, her mentor said, why? So they can bring you down. Now take that with a grain of salt. It doesn't go for everybody, but the boat gets heavy. Everybody can't go with you to these new levels. And sometimes they may go to one or two, but your success and the places that you go gives people room to become very reflective of themselves, AKA take a good long look in the mirror. And a lot of times they might not be happy with what they see and therefore they will turn that on you. So I say that to say when people unexpectedly, circumstantially have a change of heart about how they see you, this is gonna sound so cold of me. I feel like I sound like a completely different Jessica. But if it's not affecting your business, your pockets, your team, your family, your children, or your loved ones that are closest to you, please proceed. Carry the fuck on. I really feel like as I'm recording this to you that I sound very cold, but there's a part of me that has just decided that a very significant part of me had to mature to get through the last iterations of my life. Because to run a business, you have to be risk averse. To network with high level people, you have to perform at their level. To succeed certain financial goals, you have to be willing to take some losses, look them dead in the face and keep it pushing. And if you spend your time deviating from where you are supposed to be, your purpose, your passion, by getting distracted by what other people think, what your competition is doing, what other folks are doing, what people may or may not think about you, overanalyzing and overthinking the way in which you show up in the world instead of focusing on your impact and your purpose, you will be stuck and live the same cyclical cycle over and over again. Y'all, that is another episode of Rich in Real Life. If this episode filled you the way it filled me, tag me while you are listening at Jessica Hurley underscore so I can say hello, share this with a friend or someone in your network who you know is in need. And please don't forget to write a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening platform because it helps us continue to spread the message. And if you want more from me, Rich in Real Life, or any of the other conscious creators that we work with inside Epic Media Network, head over to epic.co for more. Until then, I will catch y'all next week on another episode of Rich in Real Life.